biggest lesson I learned this year is it's okay to let people in. Mm. And um, that includes, you know, being able to be a little bit more vulnerable this year, telling people how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling. I said on the last one, but I feel like I've cried more and loved more this year than like ever before. Hey everyone, welcome to Minimally Millennial. I'm Shelby. And I'm JP. Our intention with this podcast is to create a community for young millennials navigating adulthood for the first time. We strive to look at life with direction and purpose and want to share this vision with all of y'all. Rather than avoiding the tough conversations, we want to talk about them and get them out in the open. So if you're like us and have days when you ask yourself, how the hell did I get here and what am I supposed to do next? Then you're in the right place. So together, we will unlock the secrets of adulting and try to answer the question, why did nobody tell me this shit? Let's get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Minimally Millennial of 2023. I I said that and I was like, am I cheating since our last episode ended up coming out right after New Year's? We recorded it before the end of the year. Yes, we were recording our first episode for the new year. Yes, even though it's going to be two a week into the new year. Listen, they don't got to know our secrets. Shh. Wait, that's when they're <laughs> going to post it. They don't know this part. We're going to post it a week late. Eh. You're hearing it first. This is done at appropriate timing when we record. So mm-hmm. everybody <laughs> will be fine. It's actually but, funny when people listen to this, mm-hmm. I'm going to not even be able to be talking because I have my wisdom teeth coming out next weekend. Oh, yeah. We got to figure out how long you're going to be out of commission. Yeah, we do. Oh, things to think about for 2023. <laughs> Jacob, J- I said Jacob, JP going in toothless. <laughs> toothless. Toothless. But today we're going to be talking about, if you guys didn't listen to our last episode, and it's all about rounding up the year of 2022. So we wanted to start off 2023 the same way we started 2022 with things we're not doing in 2023. So we're going to go through a similar layout as we did in our previous episode at the beginning of 2022. So if you want to go back and listen to that one, go for it. But we're going to be talking about things we learned in 2022, things we're not doing in 2023, and then once again, the energies we want to bring into 2023. But before we get started, JP, do you want to tell us your millennial moment of the week? Yes, my millennial moment of the week was that we have no New Year's Eve plans. (laughs) And it seemed like all of like as far as like something to do when the ball is dropping like our group of friends and multiple groups of friends actually everyone's like nah we're like we're going to bed and it's a freaking saturday night i'm like all right here we go this is adulting (laughs) meanwhile this is pretty much like my first new year's with plans Mm. i think of this like covid timing like all these different things like over the past few years just like Hasn't really worked out. So this is my first year with plans. I like and my first idea. ever New Year's kiss. Oh, you're you're banking on getting one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shelby, we'll be cheering cheers into that. I can't wait to hear about it. We'll be we'll be un unloading it on the podcast at some <clears throat> point. <laughs> so I um do think that maybe it's just because we're all thinking non-traditionally or too traditionally about what to do for New Year's. Like you've got a really cool cute plans for the night. I would I would like your plans. I'm very excited. I do not want to go out and be in body to body at a bar fighting for Ubers 
nah, none of that. I want to do the club New Year's once. No, because no, I've never you done can it. Invite another friend. <laughs> Fine. Uh, the drama. The drama. The drama. But I am like, super excited for 2023. Looking at my calendar, I saw. You are booked. I mean, it's, I am booked. You literally, you're like, well, I'm booked for the whole year. So, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, the whole year. I'm like, okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, when I say I'm booked too, I'm definitely trying not to book myself with the exception of like July, I think. Trips back to back to back. Yeah, I noticed that was really exhausting this last year where we would be traveling multiple weekends in a row, like two to three times, and you just get so far behind. Mm -hmm. And so when we're looking at our calendars, we're like, no, let's we're going to do it fill every other weekend and try to keep it at that. Yeah, that's oh, that's, that's good energy. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. And we also are maybe we were going to talk about this, but me when I say me and us, me and Ellis. We want to have like weekly check-ins um, with each other. And we set that as a goal last year, but it was really unrealistic because of how much we traveled. Mm -hmm. So we're instead we're having like meetings once a month, the first Wednesday of every month where we sit down and kind of like talk about our relationship as a business, because, you know, as a partnership, you really are like your own little business. If you want to think of a family that way, some people probably like, no, it's not like that, but I like that. That's how yeah. Well, before we get yeah. too far into what we want to do in 2023, yeah. let's... I know, I'm getting ahead of ourselves. Please, please, please. <laughs> the ball has not even dropped yet. But tell me <laughs> what you think you have learned from 2022. And I feel like we do a little back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My first point is, I don't want to cry, is you just don't have as much time as you think. Oof. <laughs> Oh, that's such a good one. Not to be somber starting off, but yeah, damn. <laughs> but but it's true though. Yeah. We saw that literally just this morning. I was like, can I get a little extra time so I can prep? And I was like, well, I've only had time to get home, shower, and eat. And I I mean, I'm not even like meaning it that little of those every minute make, I mean, everyone's like, yeah, make every minute count because every minute does count. But as far as like just losing a family member mm. and knowing like thank god we we did take time every, twice a year to go up to vermont and be with that side of the family my whole life but as you get older into adulthood it's harder to do that because you as a kid you know you're being forced to go with your parents but like making those decisions to really if not everyone has a close relationship with their family like i do but I want to make every effort I can to make sure I'm I get that family time because as we get older, it's going to be harder and harder and harder. And time will fly by in a blink of an eye. Yeah. And time is finite. Yeah. It's yeah. What's your first lesson? Um, we talked about it a little bit on our last episode, but the biggest lesson I learned this year is it's okay to let people in. Mm. And um, that includes, you know, being able to be a little bit more vulnerable this year, telling people how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling. I said on last one, but I feel like I've cried more and loved more this year than like ever before, like in an authentic way, which is terrifying to me, but also exciting because I'm like, this is, it's the whole thing of like, you don't gain, you don't gain anything if you don't give anything. 
Mm-hmm. And it's so hard to it's so hard to be that vulnerable and to give yourself to other people. But you won't gain anything if you don't give anything. So that's the first thing that I learned was to it's okay to let people in. Scary as hell, but it's okay. You'll you survive. did you did that. And I think you did that a lot, like the little bit into the year before too. It's still a work in progress, but we're getting there. <laughs> that's awesome. I because you even learned to let me in more than you had before. And I mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily say I see us any close. Like, yes, I see us closer than we were before, but I still see you as just as strong as a friend as I, when I first met you, I was like, this girl going to be my life forever. I still <laughs> feel that way. Um, but you, there are, there are things that even though we do talk every day and we uh, basically every day every <laughs> week that we, we have our own little battles. We live so far for, away from each other that we have to we have to be intentional with our time. Like it can't just always be business talk or can't just be friend talk. Um, and so I've seen that in our relationship and how it's benefited us for sure. Me too. And I've seen it benefit a lot of relationships, but like I said, it does not make it any less scary difficult or that you said, you know, I, I still see you as this strong person, even if you see these, but it was definitely hard to tell myself, like people will still see you the same way just because you have a softer side. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like his soft side. Soft underneath their hard shell. (laughs) Your soft side's harder, still softer. Oh, God. What are we talking about now? Yeah. (laughs) Soft hard. Your soft side is softer than my soft side. (laughs) My face is a look of pure like. I know. My soft side isn't as funny. That's why you you just balance out your sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd be so boring if I was just myself sad all the time. Exactly. <gasps> okay, what's your second one? The next thing I learned this year was that I'm in charge of my time and how I want to spend my time. There's no rule book. Mm. I mm. with this adventure and especially all the real estate uh investing and learning that Ellis and I have been doing together as a couple. These are both very abnormal like hobbies, I would say, for our friend group. Like nobody else in my friend group is investing in real estate and no one else in my friend group has a podcast. And so that can, it's very challenging and to try to find common ground sometimes. People mm-hmm. are, are very impressed and, but they're almost like intimidated and sometimes I tame back that because I don't want to make someone else feel bad. Or like, I feel like maybe I should be spending my time investing elsewhere because no one else is doing it the way I'm doing it. And I would bounce it back and forth like that. And that's not fair. It's like, if I get joy from podcasting and I get joy from having these like real estate uh, mastermind classes with Ellis, then that's what we're going to do. That's how we're going to learn. And that's what it's, it matters what our goal is for the future. And I can't be comparing it to what other people are doing. I think that's great. And I feel like that's definitely a lesson like I can learn too, because perfect example is the podcast. You know, there's no one else I know that that does this. And it's kind of hard to explain, you know, sorry, I got to sit in front of my computer for, you know, however many hours we've done today and say like, <laughs> and just work. And they're like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, well, I mean, this is something that we've, we did last year that I love starting the year this way, starting off the year this way, like with you and with something that we love, but it's definitely not easy when people, other people in your friend group don't, because it's hard to explain. Or I'm the first one in my friend group besides you, obviously, and Gabby, but in my immediate friend group here in Atlanta, like aspiring to own a home. Oh, wow. I was like, 
why? Like, and I was like, I was like, because I want to invest in my future and because I want to do this, 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 and this. And they're like, why? Right. Wow. Yeah. So it's wow. like, it's just a different mindset and kind of having to stick up for yourself a little bit and say like, this is not explaining yourself, but saying like, I have my reasons and like, this is why I want to do this and feeling solid in your decisions. Yeah. That's, that's the the big point, feeling solid in that decision. Mm-hmm. Like I think the more I realize people stopped talking about it or like didn't know how to respond if I would bring the conversations up I would um, I, I would start second guessing like is this something I really want to spend my energy on but that's silly like it really is stupid just because someone else has that kind of response doesn't mean I should start second guessing how I enjoy spending my time mm-hmm. agreed mm-hmm. 100 <laughs> all right what else did you learn Okay, my second point is I feel like oh, this is going to show myself sad, <laughs> but I feel like this year there's a lot of forgiveness this year. And it was very healing for a lack of a better term. Um, and I think I learned how to forgive more on like a deeper level. It's really hard when you have deep hurts to let people back in. And it's kind of funny because I feel like everybody says when you, you know the things about when you fall in love, they're like, when you know, you know. I feel like I've been actually trying to forgive some people for the past few years and something about this year like I was like okay I know I'm ready and it was able to happen which I didn't know if it would um and it's been really really freeing for lack of a better term have you been able to forgive yourself for things yeah I think so myself others family all these different things like have come it's been a big year of forgiveness and it's funny because for years before I was trying to find the, I hate saying like the strength of idea, but I was trying to find the reasons, the ability to do it. And for some reason, something this year just clicked without me trying as hard anymore. I kind of just let it be what it was and it came in time. I feel like sometimes forgiveness comes when you have found confidence in how you're living your life. Mm-hmm. And you've found an incredible stride and just like groove i know there's the normal adult stressors of like finding friends and finding that balance but knowing like seeing you from when we first met to this looking over like how you spent your energy in 2022 really was you were like i'm shelby broughton and i'm here to stay kind of energy like that Mm -hmm. hell yeah energy hell yeah (laughs) Yeah. and and yeah i really think you did an awesome job living your life confidently i don't think that was your point but that was good though. <laughs> you gonna make me cry. Ooh. Ooh, you soft side. Softy. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? I need life throw me a little curveball real quick so I can get back to my tough stuff. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That was the universe. I'm totally kidding. Yeah, yeah. I've had plenty of hard shit. I'm okay. <laughs> You've had enough for a lifetime. Yes, so have you. Okay. <gasps> what is your third point? Third one is simple. I learned that I need to have fun and not distress. And I think that is why Ellis was sent into my life. Oh, <laughs> he has taught me how to take in like what I would react as like a stressful moment with just his adaptability and his ability to just say, okay, all right, we're going to handle it then. And I'm like, <laughs> like that's how I'd be like oh my god and he's like no like we just adapt we we rearrange and make it work and you know that has comes with its give and take 
and sometimes he kind of lets things, you know, he adapts so well, it, he that kind of guides with him where he's going. But that's where I balance him out, I think. And he has taught me that we don't have to always have a plan. We don't have to always do exactly what the plan says. And like, just relax and enjoy life a little bit more. He is so good at that. Um, so yeah, I he taught me how to have fun and not to stress as much. I would agree with that. I think it's funny. This is not something I wrote down, but we talked about it a little bit, but I think something I learned this year a little, I get this little extra. I didn't, well, this goes into my last point, but it goes <laughs> kind of from your point. So my third point was, you know, I learned to see people, including myself for who they are and accept it. Mm. And I think for myself, I'm laughing as you say that, because for so long I would have said like, oh, well, JP is like one of my friends who's like, she's a planner. She's a planner. And I decided this year that I was like, Ah, shit. Two things I decided about myself this year. One, I'm tired of buying colors. I don't like wearing colors. I like wearing black, <laughs> white, brown, and like gray. Okay. Same. I'm same. I'm tired of buying clothes that I'm never going to wear because they're like pink. I don't wear pink and it just is what it is. That's one number one about myself. And number two is like, I've considered myself a chill girl for a very long time. I am a planner deep down. Everybody hear that. But if there's going to be something that I'm involved in, I'm either fully hands on or hands off. It is hard to be in between. And I like a plan. I like to know, especially even fun stuff. I just like to know the plan. I like to know what time I need to be there. I like to know, know what everybody's going to wear. I like to know the, yeah, the dress code, the plan. Yeah, the agenda. And I'm, I'm letting go of the fact that I'm a chill girl because I don't think I'm a chill girl anymore. What, what does that have to do with me being a planner? Because you were talking about like, I like, you were talking about LSU and you had to let go of the, like um, have fun and kind of let go. And I'm kind of doing the opposite. I keep telling myself like, no, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Oh, and being chill, but I'm like learning just accept like, nope, you like to have a plan. Not having a plan to some extent gives you anxiety. So, oh, that's a good point. You recognize like you wanted to be that chill, go with the flow, mm -hmm. do whatever, because that's what's fun. But in reality, mm -hmm. you like that plan and you need it. So accepting fun that, and there is a plan. Accepting that part of mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think it comes down to, you know, that was a lot like just two funny things. I felt like I learned about myself on top of other things, but like I said earlier, I feel like this year I really came into like, I am Shelby and here I am. And this is what it is. Not that I can't grow and learn, but that core value values, I feel like solidified a lot this year for me. And I think it was easy to, you know, people will show you who they are. You just have to look. And I think a lot of the times I'll try to look at people and see something different than what they're showing me. When in reality, mm. they're showing you who you are. You just have to pay attention. Mm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's not always something easy to see either. But no, I feel like if you do look, it'll show you the people that are meant to be in your life one way or another. And you don't got to force it either. Nope. It's go with the flow. <laughs> Here we go are. Go with, with the, the flow. We're trying. And breathe. That's something we're saying when you need her. Yeah, breathe. Just breathe. So move Moving forward, now that that's, that's kind of like what we learned in 2022, what, mm -hmm. what are you not going to bring into 2023? So my number one thing I said I don't want to bring into 2023, and granted, this is kind of a big reach, but I want to just chip off away at it, is letting anxiety dominate my decisions, mm -hmm. my thinking, things like that. I remember one time I was in therapy and I was, my therapist was like, so what would you, what does your anxiety have a voice like? And I was like, I don't know. Why does it have a voice? And she's like, it just helps if you give it a voice. I was like, well, my anxiety feels like when you got a crackhead trying to ask you for money on the back of the street in the city and they're like, yo, 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 girl, you got any money? 
Like, <laughs> I was like, that's what my anxiety sounds like. And it's very scary. So I want to give it a different voice this year. There's the good one. I want to get, I'm not going to let my anxiety have that crackhead voice that dominates and scares me and all these things. I want to give it a better voice going into 2023. It's not something I think I'll ever be able to get rid of without medication, which I'm trying. Um, but I want to give it a different voice. I don't want to let it dominate in 2023. I would be listening to my anxiety too, if it was a crackhead voice like that. In oh, it's area. very scary. It's like something that's yeah. like, hey, you sure you want to do that? <laughs> You sound like the uh, Monsters Inc. character, though. Mike Wazowski. <laughs> no, that's good. I and I'm, I'm. I think a lot of people should learn from you from that statement. What? Because kind of what I took away is that rather than you fearing your anxiety, you're embracing it, and yeah. you're like saying it's a part of me, but it's not going to control me. I'm not giving it th- this scary voice. It's it's just going to have its own thing, and it's there but that doesn't mean I'm trying to get rid of it and change who I am kind of thing. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, anxiety is still an emotion. Yeah. It doesn't have to be who you are. And I'm not saying that that doesn't mean that some anxiety is worse than another doesn't need medication because I definitely think there's a time and a place for, you know, like professional intervention, 100%. We talk about therapy and medication all the time on here when needed, but it still is a, uh, for me personally, I'm trying to not let it be as a dominating voice. That's awesome. I bet it's would... freeing too. We'll see. We're giving it a go. <laughs> She's a bitch, so I'll tell you what. I bet. And the anxiety, not not your therapist, right? <laughs> oh, anxiety. Uh, Beth is an angel. Oh, please. <laughs> okay. What is the first thing that you want to bring to point of something you're not doing in 2023? I am not going to bring in the weight of others' emotions. <sighs> I feel like that's my response to like all of them. <sighs> yeah. Oh, so good. So good. I feel yeah. like you, that's something you are really, it's, it's always funny sometimes when I hear your, and then I want to hear you further explain, hear you say these things. Cause as far as friends go, like, I think that's something you do a really good job at already. So I think it's funny that it's something you want to still bring into the new year and keep getting better at. I don't hear your explanation of like why that's something you're not doing in 2023. Yeah. I think I gave power in people's emotions to people that didn't matter. Mm. So I want to learn how to, you know, obviously I care about my people, the people who are close to me and my friends and I'm an empath or like even like maybe what other people think about me, I care about. But at the end of the day, if it's not someone that I'm going to spend my time around or I don't agree with the way they live their life, why am I so concerned about what they're feeling or what they think about me to the point mm-hmm. of like keeping me up at night. There's, mm-hmm. there's, you should have self-aware and, or you should be self-aware and you should be able to balance that, but it sh- it had too much control over me. People who did not matter mm-hmm. this year. Um, and I think it pertained a lot about around work and I, I want to compartmentalize, I think a little bit better when it comes to that. I think that's going to be a good thing for you too, especially with work. We always talk about that work boundaries feel easier for me. They're harder for you. Personal boundaries feel easier for you and they're harder for me. <laughs> yeah. Back to that yeah. balance, yin and yang. <laughs> yin to my yang. Yin to my yang. <laughs> um, all right. What's your, what are you not bringing into 2023? Number two. 
The other thing I'm not going to be doing in 2023 is being oh, stunted by three. I think I said 22. I meant 23. Oh, yeah, 23. The, the upcoming year. Yes, yes. Is not being stunted by others or circumstances from things I want. Um, I think Ooh. a lot of times I have a fear of what other people will think, especially when we started this podcast. You and I had a lot of conversations about it, worrying about what other people think, worrying what they're doing versus me. And I don't want to keep capping my own potential because of what someone else might think of my ceiling rather bruh this is the same exact point i wrote down number two yeah i yeah, said well, ours the same we are the same we are but i think same. because we, i mean we're experiencing similar things with this podcast mm-hmm. but and even outside of the podcast with a lot of the other things i'm trying to achieve i often tell myself that or like be, sorry to cut you off but hopefully i'm no. elaborating mm-hmm. more on your point but mm-hmm. i wrote down specifically you know quote comparison I don't want to compare myself anymore and in the sense of like what I expect for myself I compare it to what others expect for themselves so it's like if I expect way more for myself but the rest of my people that I surround myself expect things like lower than me I start to lower my own standards and that's like I can't do that like if I see myself having the ability to chase yeah I'm uh, animated sorry yeah, I'm very animated. no that's good animated we're right not now there you go. As a group, we're not lowering our standards in 2023 yes. for yes. other people to meet it. Right. Like, I'm sorry. If if you can't keep up, then we ain't meant to be around each other. And I think it's so hard because I feel like, and it's so easy to fall in that trap. I've definitely found myself doing it of lowering my standards to fill a, a need, like feeling, you know, like lonely or wanting some companionship or things like that. Like, it's easy to say, well, if I just like lower my standards a little bit, but people will meet your standards. You just have to find the right people to meet them. Yeah. And that's easier said than done. I say that on this podcast, knowing that that is something I severely struggle with. Yeah, it oh. is. It is a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. And I think this is something when I was brainstorming that I had not really realized I was doing all mm. this year. And so now that I Same. have kind of been able to pinpoint what I was doing, it makes me excited because I can say, oh, wow, those feelings that I was having as in like, I'm too much for someone is no, it's in reality, this, this is my standards. And why should I lower my standards? I see what the quality of life I want. And I should be able to have that. I think that is so important. I love that that you said, you know, like, feeling like too much for people. I, we've talked about it plenty, but I feel that way all the time, especially when it comes to like, I get excited, very passionate talking. If I'm trying to actively, I've been doing it for years, work on active listening and being a better listener. That's something I really struggle with. But I saw like a TikTok and it was like me getting passionate and talking to you because I'm just happy about life and blah, blah, blah. Someone saying, wow, you talk a lot. And oh, the next, you said and the next, Yeah, in the next frame, you're like, oh. Mm. Like it's so disheartening to feel like you are, quote, too much for someone. And I'm not saying we say all this for like self-empowerment and self-awareness and things like that. I'm not saying, you know, so stuck in your ways that you can't make changes when they're necessary, but don't change who you are. If you're a happy, passionate person or, you know, things like that, why change that just because other people can't handle it? Right. Not your business. Mm-hmm. Because the people that will handle it will handle it and love it about you. They will. And those are the people you want to surround yourself with, mm-hmm. which we we did talk about in this our one episode number one talking about really investing in the people who are investing back in you 
Yep. A return on investment. Yeah. And that's exactly should always continuously be something you're looking for. And what the hard part too, that people don't talk about it. I was talking about this with Katie Hirsch, that sometimes those people change the people that you thought were going to be there and you were investing in for a long time. You hit a new season of life and, and suddenly that relationship changes and you kind of, there's not a cookie cutter way to handle it. Each, each change and each friendship is going to be different as you move into the next chapter of life. And that's hard. That's so hard to recognize. And I feel like there's some people you can go through that phases of life with and some people you can't, like, I don't know if you found this, but I've talked to some other friends that like when they've gotten married or starting to take that step, they felt like they started to like lose some of their friends through that season. You know, I feel like that that can make a lot of sense. I don't, I feel like it's hard to, to hard to see that because I feel like I've never been someone to lose friends because they've gone on and got married and everything. I've been really lucky to love all my close friends, like significant others. But I think it's important to note that the season of life is important to recognize that it may not be a failure of the friendship, a failure of the person in your life. It just might be time. Yeah. I said, this is kind of sad, but I was starting to think about all the Christmas cards we're getting from friends. Like mm -hmm. it's our holiday cards. It's amazing. Like I literally love running to the mailbox during that time of year and getting those Christmas cards. But I, I mean, start even, doing one with Chester. You should. Even from one year to the next, you know, we don't always get the same cards from people, but I was sitting there looking at all of our cards and I was like, who in our life might we not get cards from 20 years down the line? Because my mom mm. has talked about that. She's some, sometimes it's like, well, the only thing I really know about them is because they send us a Christmas card once a year. And that's a good thing. She's like, I'd like that we get at least an update, but they're not really part of our lives anymore. Mm. And it, and that's a hard thing to swallow sometimes. Yeah. So that's a tangent kind of <laughs> from what we, how we started that conversation, but I think it's always going to be important as we head into a new chapter. 2023 is about to be a new chapter of life for us. Yeah. What would you say is the last thing on your list of something you're not doing in 2023? I do not want to take myself too seriously. Yeah. I think point three from both of these sections, what I learned and what I'm not bringing into 2023 were really truly influenced by Ellis. He has taught me how to have fun and how to, he loves the, he loves the drive that I have and the initiative and the passion to want to be better and change. But sometimes like, it's like, you're such a rule follower and you do, this is not him. This is like feedback I've been given from my siblings and other people. It's like, you're always working, like relax. Like it's okay. Like don't, you don't have to be Miss rule follower all the time. And let me <laughs> tell you, life is so much more enjoyable when I don't take myself too seriously. So I don't want to, I, I want to, I think that could be good for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, look, I'm cool now. I got a tattoo on my arm. You are. You literally one day <laughs> were like, JP literally texted me one day. She's like, so I got to sleep today. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, full yet. Yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Miss Fun, Miss Fun, got a sleeve on a on a whim in my eyes. I know it wasn't actually on a whim, but it felt I just like didn't it. tell anyone. Yeah, I just didn't tell anyone. <laughs> Was that all your points? Do you have anything else you're not bringing into twenty? Oh yeah, I have one more point for mm -hmm. my third point. Something I'm not doing in twenty twenty three is staying comfortable. Mm. <laughs> I I've had a lot of times recently that I've been in uncomfortable situations, and my initial response is like, okay, how can I get out of this uncomfortable feeling to go back to my comfort zone? Something, you know, my Enneagram type nine 
we like to be comfortable. We like to stay in the peace. So I'm going to stop trying to just search for comfort and be okay with uncomfortability in 2023. Good job. It's going to be really hard. That might be the hardest one out of all of these because it plays into everything else that I've learned and that I'm not taking into the new year. And it's kind of a, uh, everything's a balance. Like we talk about find the people that, you know, invest in you and you invest back in and find the people that bring you joy, yada, yada. So it's like, you're constantly searching for that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but that you're telling yourself, okay, step out of that comfort zone, step out, try to find something that, you know, you're not necessarily putting yourself in a niche of people or, and so it's weird, you know, that you have those. Camera. Yeah. And even with conflict, like, I think I told you we're both empaths. I can absolutely tell when someone feels, I mean, something feels off, but I can never really pinpoint why. And my mm-hmm. initial response is like, okay, I got to figure out why. And there's some situations that I'm not going to know why. And it's okay to feel that tension and not worry about it. Yeah, absolutely. So JP, what energies are you bringing into 2023? All right. I got my three energies. I'm going to throw them at you. Throw them at me. I'm sticking with consistency. Okay. I want- to, I'm going to be consistent with consistency. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, grace slash forgiveness. So I thought that was interesting that like, that's what kind of what you learned for 2023 mm-hmm. or 2022, but it's the energy I want to bring in to 2023. And that might be grace for myself. It might be grace for others, but overall, I think um, I, I actually more towards myself um, and just being okay with how everything unfolds. And then at the same time, my third energy I want to bring in is fearlessness. Ooh. Yeah. Where's the ball drop? <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, I'm going to see Taylor Swift this year. Like six times? Twice. <laughs> All right. What are your energies? So the energies I'm bringing into 2023, number one is bare-faced energy. So to explain that a little bit <gasps> is, here's why, you know, you Barefaced energy is in just being authentically who you are, not covering up who you are going out into the world and just being okay with that. Barefaced. No makeup. Barefaced. Barefaced. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Barefaced. I like it. I like it. My next energy is going to sound, I'm going to explain it a little because I feel like it's going to sound like a negative at first, but being a one man band. So the, what I mean by that is. Woman. Woman. One man. One woman or person. <laughs> one person band. <laughs> But realizing that, you know, independence is something I've been seeking for in myself for years. And so realizing that you can still be your own one man band, it doesn't mean that it doesn't sound better with other people, Mm -hmm. but knowing that you don't need anyone, but you want them there. Mm -hmm. There's no one that you are, you know, because physically as much as it would hurt, you don't die without anybody else around you, but it makes life so much more enjoyable to let them in, but know that when you need to stand on your own two feet, you can do it. So. One man, man. And then my last is inspired energy. So not mm-hmm. stopping the feeling of feeling inspired by yourself, those around you, continuing to grow and be, be creative um, and be just letting yourself be inspired by everyday things rather than looking for big things to inspire you in out your life. I think I said inspired like 10 times, but you get, <laughs> you get the point. We need that inspiration. That's how we're going to keep growing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, nothing gets me. People always talk about my commute, but I feel the most inspired when I'm just sitting in the car. I'm like, this is another quick tangent, but I've been having a conversation recently about the definition of boredom and bore and being bored. And, you know, my therapist and I were talking about it and she's like, well, you need to change the definition of what boredom means to you. She's because the most creative and inspired things come out of being bored. She's like, and it not has to be a negative thing. It can be 
more being giving yourself time to rest, giving yourself time to feel how you feel. It, do, it just means not feeling every ounce of your time throughout the day distracted by something else. And I thought that was really important. Do you, do you take Fran's intro to philosophy class or intro? Oh, I did. Yeah. Play but, is so important. And just talking about leisure. Like if you could change out the word boredom for leisure, I mm -hmm. think it, it makes finding flow so much better. Like mm -hmm. when do I, when do I find my most creative things that I want to do for our podcast? It's when all my house chores are done mm -hmm. and all my work is done. And I'm just sitting there like reading a book or something. I'm like, oh, it's coming. It's coming. This is yeah. great. That's how I feel when I'm commute, when I'm doing my commute, because it's early in the morning and it's just straight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been awesome. I'm excited for 2023 for us. I, I don't know too. what min minimally millennial specifically going to bring. I know we've got our goals and our projects, but I think we're going to, we're going to shoot those out of the water. I think so too. We got big things coming to us. Our website is launched in 2023. So if you haven't checked us out there, check us out at minimallymillennialpodcast.com, baby. Boom, Woo! bang. And JP, <laughs> do you want your first word of the week for the word of 2023? Yes. It's more of an acronym, but I feel like when I saw it on TikTok and I was like, it's perfect. Okay. The other energy I want to bring in 2023. Okay, you ready? Mm -hmm. It's going to sound dirty when I say it, but it's not. Say word of the week of 2023 is DINK. D-I-N-K. Isn't that, and it's that an acronym? Like, you might dink a dink or something. No. <laughs> and like I said, it's an acronym for something. For a... Oh, I, said, I know this. We ten, talked about this. Nine. Eight. You're gonna tell you're gonna tell me I'm gonna be like I knew that. So just tell me. No, Morgan, you gotta give it one guess. Doing anything? No. Anything. D I N K. <laughs> I don't remember. The pressure is getting to me. Fine, fine, fine. I'll let it cave as your New Year's gift. <laughs> okay. So D stands for double income, no kids. I knew it. And, and I was like, that's the kind of energy I'm talking about. Because I'm a dink. I knew I was a dink. Are you thinking you're about to say dill? Oh gosh, I'm a dink. I'm a dink. I'm so dirty. <laughs> if Chester started to strip, I'd be a dink. But oh. he's working on it. Mm -hmm. That's our cat, everyone. That's my cat. But um, that being said, what a great way to start off 2023. I wouldn't want to start it off with anybody else. Oh, don't we won't tell our significant. Yeah, don't tell anybody about that. That's the <laughs> secret that's gonna be launched to the world. But as always, we'll keep it consistent with you guys through 2023, and we'll see you next week. Bye, y'all. Bye. We want to thank you for tuning in to this episode. If you like what you heard, make sure to download, rate, and review. For more content from your faves, follow us on Instagram at minimally.millennial.podcast. A new episode is released every Sunday at midnight, so don't forget to set those reminders for your Monday morning commute. We'll see you next week to once again tackle the question, why did nobody tell me this shit?